welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where six mates unpack three topics over a new drink each week. Fuck it, just go with that, we'll fix it if it's... Cheers. Cheers. Happy Friday, lads. Bad luck. Bad luck, Hado. Yeah. Alright, so what we're drinking today, gentlemen? Champagne. Champagne. One of my favourite drinks, 95 calories a glass. And all, you, all know, you all know that I'm a fucking fat wanker. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> so, Henri Omelet uh, is what we're drinking. It's become my favourite these days. And uh, Angelica, Nora, and Scott Wilson got me onto it um, a, a few, probably about a year ago. Uh, it's from the third oldest house of Champagne in France, behind, behind the big ones. So. Um, it's nice. You, you can get access to it at the race, the restore over here. Yeah. Um, okay. But I, I, I was an avid Verve drinker. That's now my favourite. This is much nicer than Verve. Yeah, one hundred percent. In my opinion, obviously. Yeah. It's better than Rick and Don. Yeah. So, <laughs> Angelica, there's your shout out. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll put some links there somewhere around the place, I guess. We will. Uh, love your work. Keep giving me freebies, and I'll shout you out. This <laughs> tasty. <laughs> Do you normally serve your champagne at room temperature, no, comrade? Mate, it's been in the fridge all day. It's been in the fridge all day. some ice with that. Fucking hell, mate. Seriously. Did you, tell you, did you cycle your fridge on and off to save power? Save a few cents. Alright. Moving on. Have I got it right? Let me just. Oh, yeah, okay. Angelica said, yeah, well, Moe and Verba shit, so no problems. Oh, jeez. Just throwing it out there. Right. Verb used to be your favourite. Verve used to be my favourite. She knows that. Uh, sorry, so Restore Liquor Barons. Go grab it. Henri Ovalet. Very well worth the try, especially with the festive season on uh, fastly approaching. What do you like about it? I, just, I, I, I love champagne full stop, right? And I think it's just the vibrancy and the refreshing yeah. drink of it. And the, the bonus is the calories. That's the bonus. Or the lack thereof. The lack thereof. Yeah, low calories. Yeah, low calories compared to beers and wine. Yeah, but some water. champagnes can be really high as well, right? Depends on their dosage. Oh, oh, there we go. go. And what, uh, what price point are you looking at for this? I can't tell you because I haven't paid for it. Um, <laughs> Five fingers? <laughs> Five fingers. <laughs> no, uh, I, and I'll say this if Angelica is listening. She did leave a case here. She hasn't invoiced me. So, Scott and Angelica, if you have to invoice me, feel free. If not, thank you very much. <laughs> well, you can pass on that, yeah, thanks. Nice. <laughs> I didn't realise we were plugging things. Yeah, why not, mate? Well, yeah. Brought to you by. Yeah, to all our one listeners. All right. Out so. <laughs> well, I'll get, I'm beginning to ask when we're actually putting it up. Yeah, so, I was wondering. About this that this as is well. the second. This is the second one we're doing. I'll be getting. I'll be getting this, asked too. This is yeah. episode two. Episode two. Hassling every few days, I think. Well, we're waiting on you because you're doing oh, the intro. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, well, there we go, it's my fault. Oh, we've got our shit sorted. Well, I did ask Andrew to try and tear it up with you today. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Okay, Should so... Should we start this again? No, no, we're fine. We'll <laughs> go. We're fine. I mean, we've got uh, content today provided by... Oh, you go first. Justin. Justin. Oh, no, I'm so, Justin, Marco. Yeah. And Michael. Some. Oh, And me. Oh, well, yeah. you throw on the other side of the table. Do you not feel like we're going to be grilled here, Michael? Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. All right, so where are we starting? 
I don't know whether we came up with it or not. I mean, I'm happy to go first. Go um, if the... I'm not sure I really want to pick yours up right now. <laughs> no, let's ease into it. Let's not yeah. ease into it. Oh, my God. So, I think okay, let, let, let me ease into it. So what I... Because <laughs> I, right. think, I think let's, let's get warmed up. And, uh, just looking over at some notes here, well, this could be an interesting podcast. <laughs> um, so to warm up, I think we had a conversation at the end of the last podcast that started to... Um, sort of revolved around if we could invite one person to sit down with us for a couple of hours and have a chat, dead or alive, who would that person be and uh, and why? And I, I at the time, I mentioned Winston Churchill, uh, who I'm very fond of from, from what I've read and what I know about the man. And great cigars. Yeah, great, great cigars. I think great um, showman when he needed to be, uh, very stoic in the fact that he got knocked down many many times and just kept going and just knew his knew what he was his purpose and what he wanted to do with his uh, his life and what his i guess what he felt towards one of the great country. leaders though right I mean, one of the great leaders and also i think one of the few people that has really probably almost personally faced the leadership role of looking at almost somewhat of the destruction of the world in that at the time I mean, there's a fair bit fair bit going on um as you know as he was a leader so yeah. i thought he was absolutely amazing and that's who i I guess I voted for at the time, but also then thereafter, I had a couple of interesting thoughts around. Um, we've, we've shared some content about Jim Carrey, and he's a very interesting dude as well. And he's with us right now. He's he could be with us right now. He most likely is with us right now, and I guess perhaps he could be with us in the future. So yeah, on my ponder, I thought it might be interesting to catch someone who it, it could actually happen. He's still alive that yeah. that, um, yeah. that I'm aware of. And uh, yeah, so they, they were the two that I came up with, and I just think we had a really robust conversation around a handful of really, really interesting robust. people. Good robust. Good. robust. <laughs> and I, we agree on because we we posed the question of like for the benefit of like the six of us in the room. Yeah. Did we end up? We didn't. End I don't up think we ended up agreeing on a single end. Oh, I don't think. I don't Bruce think we did agree. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Lee did come close. Sorry, Blanco. Mate, you just blew it. No, it's I, all right. I, I was excited <laughs> to reveal mine. <laughs> I'm super proud. We didn't say Bruce oh, Lee. <laughs> Mark, well, who's, who's, who's you like them? Oh, great question, Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, over my desk. Yeah, yeah, my answer was Bruce Lee. Um, mainly because he changed a art form and a way of life, right? So he saw something that was accepted by everyone, disagreed with it, went, away, went about creating um, his own version of it and converting... A huge amount of people because they saw that you know he was being true to the essence of what the what the martial art and that way of life stood for um, would you call him a philosopher absolutely you do not think for putting that label on him limits or short changes him for what he actually has done because mm. a lot of philosophers haven't really done a lot other than philosophize and theorize right but he's done more sure I, I, but I just don't think that if you call someone a philosopher, it doesn't mean that they can't be other things, right? So I think he was in part definitely a philosopher, um, much more so than, you know, uh, being extremely, extremely um, fit, essentially, right? So he just had such deep control over his body and understanding of that physiological sense. But then the mental aspect of him was just as deep, which... Uh, I struggle to find anyone that has gone to the depths of both sides, um, and that's why. So, 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 we, so we talked. So we this week we've talked about 
uh, Tim Grover a lot, right? I've shared that content with you. Now, the people that he's worked with, you when you talk from a physiological side, you're talking about the Jordans and yeah. the, the Kobe's and the, the mental and the physiological side, which yeah. is what they're working on. Do you not think that they exist? Uh, is it just yeah, because you haven't enough philosophy out of them? The question is, did Michael Jordan change... So I don't know this because yeah. I don't know much about Michael Jordan, right? Um, I know a little bit. But did he change basketball in the way that it was played? Well, I mean, the, the way he's been framed... Or did he redefine it, right? Because yeah, true, Bruce true, okay. Lee redefined martial arts. Yeah. Yeah, but um, well, they, they, I mean, the, the the issue that they've tabled is that he's the goat, right? He's the greatest of all time. That, that that's yeah. what generally is the consensus. Yeah. Um, being a Lakers man, I categorically hated him whilst he was playing <laughs> because you just couldn't like the East Coast. Well, I think you, I think you could say he redefined it in a lot of ways if you're talking on, on Jordan because he was one of the first ones to actually really get in the gym, for example, and do things very differently. So I think, I think, and he also beyond, became the first. He also became the first. Athlete to acquire a franchise, right? Yeah, and and other things. I mean, look, he started movies and did, yeah. did all sorts of things that he, with his yeah. brand. But coming back to, I guess, Smith my line. Oh, yeah, huge amounts. Like the, the the intelligence to the first people that we've yeah. first person we've ever really seen take a line away from like one of the major sneaker labels. I mean, yeah. Uh, that, was, yep. that was a huge decision at the time. Oh, I, I think I was just reframing it on and said, "Well, we haven't seen it, but yeah." But have coming we, back we? to 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 Bruce Lee, mm. my question that I would pose to you is. Is in, are we not just talking about mental rather than physical? Because if they're mastering the mental state, that's what he's done mm. and brought to his physical state. Sorry, who? Bruce Lee. If we're going, sorry, just to circle back to, to Bruce Lee, like yeah. you said, you you think he's mastered, you know, both mental and physical yeah. behaviors. And I, I agree with you, but don't you think that that the driver is that mental state, and it's he used that as a, to then master his body? Yeah, so I guess you would you would say that he wouldn't have separated the two, right? So yeah. you would have thought in order to go deep yeah. in one, you needed to be deep in yeah. the other, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, I think that that's, that's how he put it and um, I separated them, but clearly I'm not Bruce Lee. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can call you Bruce. Yeah, please do. We can call you Santiago, yeah. we can call you anything. You're going to have to beat a lot of, on this video or this. Uh, no, I'm just going to change the classification. What you were saying, Matt, was that the physical could never have come at all without the mental. Yeah. The mental would have to be firmly in place before the, the mental has to be very and, yeah. and to dominate the physical, if you want, yeah. for want of a better word, you ne- it needs to be a mental. You know, uh, mental needs to be the seed for it. Yeah, yeah. I think and we could all agree that mental it starts there. Yeah. And I like, I just don't know enough about other people to want to sure. couch someone. But for me, Bruce Lee comes to mind straight yeah. away. Do you know much about his family or his background in regards to how he grew up and stuff? So I, I don't. I mean, I know of him obviously, and I've read a little bit about him. Um, but like his real background, like where, what his no. dad, his mum, who who they were, what they did. No. I've read. So that'd be um, interesting because I mean that's where it all comes from. Yeah, it's from the mm-hmm. parents. I mean, I think genetically it is there, but I mean that first four years of your life defines kind of who you are. So it'd be really interesting to see how that first four years looked mm. looked for a little mini Bruce Lee. You know, I mean, wonder what what it was, where he was, Hong Kong. Did I say? He was Hong yeah, Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Oh, um, well, jokingly last week I said Genghis Khan. And I'll stick with that one because that was the first one that came into my head last week. And another great leader. Yeah, yeah. Fearful. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it probably related, or probably Bruce Lee's probably related to him because I think a third of the Chinese population has some form of genetic makeup from Genghis Khan because of how he swept through China. Um, really? So yes, a third of the Chinese population. Yeah. Because of his, his, the rape and pillage that he did, pretty much the rape and pillage he did through that region. Um, but he was, he was, I don't know if you've ever listened to Dan Carlin's um, yeah. Hardcore History. Hardcore History. Yeah. Stuff on Genghis Khan is ridiculous. Um, and the kid was just, there's so many little fables about when he was a, when he was a kid. I can't remember the thing about the heart. It was like he was given like the heart of something when he was a kid and that was like, can't remember. I won't even go into that. But I just think somebody like that, somebody is ferocious and just to do. I'm not sure we can put him in this room. I was going to say this. Is the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. So what? What, what, do, you what do you want? Do you want us to be consumed? <laughs> so, so, yeah, so what do you want from him being in the room? I just want to see what he's going to do. So <laughs> no, but legitimately, right? So I was just thinking, like, okay, it's nice to just sit here and talk about who we bring in the room. But then, like, why would you bring him in the room? Yeah. Um, which I don't know if I necessarily have a great answer for just yet. So I'd be interested if any of you guys would know what you would ask or, you know, I, why you want I think it's interchangeable as well. Like if we were to sit here and go, okay, in three months we re- re- ask ourselves the same question, I think you'd pick a different individual. You could probably do yeah, that, yeah. Sure. Because I think you would... You I'm, not, could, I'm not sure I would. Sure? I'm not, I, can, yeah. I can understand why you, you could. Yeah, like I would be in a similar boat too. I still don't really know who I would choose. Um, you know, because like whatever's showing up in your period of time or whoever you're exposed to mm. in that period as well um, is into what value you may want to get out of it. If it's not going to change, who would be yours then? I'd be really curious. Who's your one Jesus person? Christ. I, I, said, I said I wanted to get Jesus in here. Um, With Genghis at the same time? Oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. And, and I'm here, thanks. <laughs> Let's change the name again. Santiago, <laughs> Jesus, Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> And, and, and that's, for me, that's, that's, that's the top line for me, right? You know, any question I want to have asked, that would be who I would ask it of from, from, a, from, a, from a living perspective. He's had a lot of history since he was born and, and died, yeah? So yeah. He's, been, he's been formed because of that history. So the person that actually gets here... Is it the Jesus that's in your head, or well, is it just it, some, it, some poor bloke like from Monty Python, <laughs> <laughs> sort of going, oh, you know? Well, that's that pretty good bloke. Yeah, we yeah, find out. Like, you'd find out. But I mean, I guess when you when you're listening to the stories, can we listen to the story? I mean, the Bible, the book stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're interesting situations, mm. and to 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 find that much philosophy, uh, and you know, the stories that that can actually be applied to this day. Um, I, I find that remarkable. What language would he, would he have spoken? Yeah, good question. I don't know. Okay. He spoke he in tongues, apparently. He did speak a few languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping back to the Jim Carrey thing, which is quite interesting, that little five, six-minute video that he's got about colour. He's got that little documentary. I actually posted it, but we, you can have yeah, it again. Huh? But he... Um, he paints faces. He's painting that picture and that was in that conversation. And you can you see, notice. yeah, and you, but you can also see, like, if you look deeply into a face of Jesus Christ in most of the images, you can see most races. No, that's what they in, say, yeah. In, through, through the face. So what would he be? Well, I mean, uh, there's obviously quite a lot of things. Now, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying God, right? I mean, God's a whole different scenario for me. But the, 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 the tangible person in Jesus Christ, I'd love to, mm-hmm. I'd love to be around. 
Yeah, yeah why? So because you, I just get to ask questions. That's if we could ask, no, that's, box, I think that's what I'm interested in, right? So, like, what questions would you ask? What questions? Well, I would love to know because I mean, the 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 Catholic Church and Christianity is is predicated on the belief of of the rising of Jesus Christ. Mate, that's the first question I'd ask. How could he rise for a jumper? <laughs> I would ask. Do you see a picture of a question mark on Silhouette? Yeah. Did you Sorry. rise from the dead? Mm-hmm. Now, if he comes to me and, you, and he's dead, the chance that he did, right? His answer would be yes, I'm here. I'm here, right? yeah, I'm here, mate. <laughs> stupid questions. Ask stupid questions, you get the stupid answers. But that would be it. You want to know that because... Because the entire Christian faith is based on it. Yeah, but like, what's it but to you? What's it to me? Yeah. It's just validate. It is validation of a belief that I've had. Yeah. But are you, I mean, I'm not being... And not that I'm seeking validation, but that's what I would ask. Yeah. But do you actually believe he did, somebody, there was a human being that actually did rise from the dead? I, I believe, metaphorically, a, a rising happened. That's what I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we're getting religious here. Yeah, it's a bit of a dangerous one. Well, well, no, no, it's not. No, it's worth fine. Yeah, right. I mean, it, 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 I'm safe. I'm talking to you guys, um, yeah, yeah. but that's my belief. You know, I think the, the the Bible is a book of stories, um, and it's how it's interpreted. And it's yeah. also like like you say, stories. Yeah. And because we don't have the benefit of like, people running around with video cameras, and we've got complete <laughs> like we, we literally have the written word of the stories daily Jesus. of certain yeah. people's perspectives. Yeah, the daily Jesus, it's a vlog. It's phenomenal. I've got, I like, imagine that. Like, I would love to share with you guys at some stage. Uh, you know. Like, a reading from one of the disciples and then the interpretation of that reading by a very learned scholar person mm. that you can see what they were trying to do it's the interpretation though isn't it because all, all of the stories have been interpreted interpreted multiple times that's over, right. over the years yeah. it's a Chinese whispers type scenario yeah from different languages but, but when, when, when you read something being interpreted then you have a train of thought that was never open to you before Yep. And so when you have that train of thought open, then you can start applying some of your own magic to it. Yeah. And that's that to me is where reading things like sacred texts and reading the way it's been interpreted by certain people, then going back and rereading it and allowing yourself. Now I studied in literature at high school, and this is the only time I've actually used it, is in reading the Bible. So Justin. Oh, <laughs> um, Look, I think um, I'm in a similar boat. Where my initial gut, when we just talked about it, was Marcus Aurelius because I've been, I guess, yeah, cool, reading a lot about, about You've read a lot about him. Yeah, and um, I've never been an individual to look to people and all that other stuff as well, so sporting and all that. Um, I would be like you, Marco, where from recent readings, Bruce is really uh, intriguing. Mm. Um, the fact of... I think if we could agree on an individual, what I was going to contribute just to wrap up with with Bruce, because to me, like thinking about Bruce, when like you start as a white belt, um, and as you 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 start knowing nothing, and then Bruce's philosophy is that you actually end up knowing nothing. Yeah, but you are a martial artist, right? Yeah, and I'm a martial artist as well, so I did Taekwondo for many years too. But what I loved about Bruce's philosophy and some theories was like that you get to a, a state of not knowing again. But you know, you know everything without knowing everything to yeah. some degree, which is like. But that's complete. Correct. Which is, I think, in order to answer the question of like, if we were to agree on someone, that could be a great philosophy that could have a lot of contribution, a contribution to this kind of show, is that at the end of the day, right? We're calling this simple minds, and we should be trying to simplify whatever it is. And and Bruce's uh, whole Sim- philosophy was simplicity. Be absolutely. like water. 
be like water. <laughs> the, champagne, <laughs> the champagne glass is not full or half empty. It's neither. It's neither. It's or it's both. It. Yeah, well, it's both. It's both. <laughs> And so I think, you know, when Bruce was brought up, um, I love the- Not champagne, by the way. It's beautiful. Mm. Thanks, Angelica and Scott. There's a buttery taste in it. I'm gonna play with this, man. But yin yang, at the end of the day, everything yeah, comes around. Apple. Love it. And I think, um, yeah, if you're one of those two people, I can't really pinpoint someone. Listening to a lot of Jim Carrey, Tim Grover this week. Yeah. Oh, um, solid week. What, Jim, Jim Carrey solid last weekend. He's got, he's got a, you got time to consume content? Mate, <laughs> I listened to this last week. He said to me, last time, I got over from training and I'm listening to this Tim Grover for an hour and 20. I got to bed at 10.40, my eyes are going, ping! <laughs> I was working Not before bed, that's not a good idea. <laughs> no. I don't get any sleep. I've got a good bit of content to share that actually links to a lot of this. Yeah, um, did we do it so, again? Yeah. Um, so I went in research of uh, my second favourite quote, first being Bruce Lee's one about water. Do you get um, quotes, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 quotes last <laughs> week. You should start um, an Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> what is your Insta handle? So good. <laughs> no, I should. Um, and JC. At JC. At JC. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> So I went, I went looking for something and found, uh, found an article by a guy called Paul Jun and um, it's called Marcus Aurelius on Asking the Impossible and it's a really interesting read. You see right there for us? Sorry? You give it yeah, to well, we'll put the link in the, in the show notes. Word. Show um, notes? We're getting fancy. We'll listen to enough podcast and know how to say <laughs> that, right? <laughs> um, and it's a really good read. Uh, and it looks at, we were just talking about stories, right? So it looks at the, uh, the stories that people fabricate to um, understand, like make sense of the chaos yeah. that essentially is just uh, the world, right? So essentially, you can take the perspective that everything's just random anyway, um, and we just fabricate stories to understand mm. it, create meaning, um, and we often, that's where a lot of the emotion that we have and how we react to things is because of the stories that we construct. So it looks at stripping all of that back and um, and learning to deal with you know the reactions that you have to certain things, like people being obsessed with Bitcoin or like you know other professional coaches that we may not agree with, right? Like it just says, why are you spending time? Worrying about that stuff, antagonizing or investing emotional energy on that, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter anyway. Does it affect you? Yes or no? Um, and then carry on. So it's a really cool read from that. Um, and the quote is the quote. So it's three paragraphs. It'll take me maybe a minute to read. No wonder I don't this, do it. I this, can put that on Instagram. And I would love to unpack this one with you guys. Um, <laughs> so um, it's by Marcus Aurelius, and he goes. To the standbys above, add this one, always to define whatever it is we perceive, to trace its outline so we can see what it really is, its substance, stripped bare as a whole, unmodified, and to call it by its name, the thing itself, and its components, to which it will eventually return. Nothing is so conducive to, the, to spiritual growth as this capacity for logical and accurate analysis of everything that happens to us. To look at it in such a way that we understand what need it fulfills and in what kind of world. 
and its value to that world as a whole and to man in particular, as a citizen of that higher city of which all other cities are mere households. What is it, this thing that now forces itself onto my notice? What is it made up of? How long was it designed to last? And what qualities do I need to bring to bear on it? Tranquility, courage, honesty, trustworthiness, straightforwardness, independence, or what? So in each case you need to say, this is due to God, or this is due to the interweavings and intertwinings of fate, to coincidence or chance, or this is due to human being, someone of the same race, the same birth, the same society, but who doesn't know what nature requires of him, but I do. And so I'll treat them as the law that binds us, the law of nature requires, with kindness and with justice, and in, and in inconsequential things, I'll do my best to treat them as they deserve. So I've printed that out so you guys can have a have a look through it, right? Like really is beast mode. That is that, that is in the beast mode. There, and I keep going back to that and finding new things. His stuff is just yeah. it's a, you could literally just have Marcus Aurelius as the as what you read for the next couple of years and you would be fine. Yeah, there's so much depth and questions. But I'm I'm coming back to this a lot, and and it's good. I don't see why well, there's that much in there. So this is where your sort of stories idea came from. So instead of being your perception or being told something about about whatever and you just take that as as gospel mm. it's like stopping questioning looking analyzing more yeah about sort of any situation be it a situation an object a desire whatever yeah. it is sort of stripping it down to just try to think about it yeah think about it well the reason i brought it up is because a big thing that we continue to come back to is being a student in every situation right it's, it's, what, this, it's what what what's got me back to where i needed to get to this week yeah and this quote is just layer upon layer of just continually going back to being like, what is this trying to teach me? Um, and it's something that you can very easily turn anything shit into positive using this kind of approach. Um, and, and then the article talks about how you can go about doing that, which is no easy feat, right? But um, takes training. One thing that I just don't understand from this quote uh, is... As a citizen of that higher city, of which all other cities are mere households. So this is where they're talking. I believe this is where they're talking about what they would believe in back in those days as heaven and hell, or what's that's what I believe that's that's referring to mm -hmm. that higher place. I suppose he's saying that's your. That, well, well, there's, there's a reference to God there, right? So he's acknowledging yeah. that God exists. Yeah. And so a higher city to me is exactly what they're well, he's talking saying. About. Yeah. Once you hit that level of being able to break down situations, you are in that higher place, yeah? Yep. So you're not part of the normal day-to-day -day household. As a citizen of that high city, where that you're in that that state. Is it also, though, referencing of, like, literally, where, because he, he refers further down as into, we, this is due to being a human being, right? He just strips away what we are. You talk about, so, at, so human, at, human beings would be in the mere household part? Yeah, as in, so as a citizen of that higher self, because if you're familiar with Stoicism, they refer to the Logos, um, the universe, um, things are just happening because they're happening. Yeah. Um, so therefore, as a citizen of the Logos um, or the universe, every other city or, you know, conflict or people that look to these lower... Yeah, uh, it makes people, sense. They're just, they're just mere households, meaning your neighbours, your friends, your family, your next door neighbour. I'm starting to look at it as... So once higher you're at that self, level, yeah. we're all just humans... Uh, whether you're different, you've got a different religion, you're a slave, because at that time they had slaves, or you're whatever. Because if we know with Marcus as well, he never looked to these individuals as that either. He, he 
wasn't someone to necessarily um, anyway that's some of my interpretation potentially of what that uh, as a citizen of that higher city potentially but, but that I'm middle that middle paragraph to me just opens up massive of questions oh right? yeah yeah you know what is it this thing that now forces itself onto my notice mm-hmm. attention nothing is so conducive hey? yeah what's taking up your attention and why that is my favorite sentence you've got to work back that? that is the that is the killer sentence nothing is so conducive to spiritual growth as this capacity for logical and accurate analysis of everything that happens to us and, and then if you read forward but it's, but, it's, but it's funny though when you when you speak spirituality logic doesn't appear I mean, logical back then can mean. I mean, logical now compared to logical back then. And this is where the English language can. Yeah, so that that'd be interesting because throw a lo- logic does not exist when you, when you talk about spirituality because you can't answer every question verbatim. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's and that's, that's where interesting. The, I hadn't considered that. And that's where the faith part comes in. Yep. And that's you know having faith and having the belief. But he's actually saying spiritual growth really comes from you being more analytical and logical in any situation. Oh, yeah, totally. So, but but yeah, if you, yeah, if you debate, I but I hear what you're saying, and I know what that's saying, but it's funny how right now when you put the scientist and a, and a, and a religious person in a room, they will never agree on mm-hmm. most topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can be, still, can you not be logical and and, and spiritual? Or you're saying that there's literally... Well, he's saying you can. Yeah, oh, he's saying you can. He's saying there is a clear thing and the same thought and the yeah. same conversation. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm extremely logical, okay, but I do have a belief in a faith. Yeah, so you're extremely spiritual as well. Yeah. Yeah. But if you try to get me to validate either, with either, it's very hard to do. It's not impossible. Mm. And the, the bigger piece that this quote ties into is saying... Thanks for sharing, mate. Yeah, no, it, and... I you know what? I've read a lot of this shit, and I have never seen it. This have you this read is, meditations? Have you? Yeah, I've read it, but yeah. I guess when it stands out, when I say read it, it stands out and it comes out, comes out, yeah. comes out to you. So you brought so it. So this down. this stands out to me because the question that I well the kind of thing that I keep coming back to at the moment is uh, either so I'm I'm trying to always frame it as I'm in control, right? So either um, I can change the situation. If I can't change the situation, then it's something that I can control my emotions about, right? And then you can go, uh, what is it, man's search for meaning, that whole, you're always in control of your thoughts and you always have that, right? And so this thing here gives me a tool for controlling my emotions over um, a situation, right? Because by putting myself in the position of learning about what's happening to me, why is it happening, what can I get from it, what's the benefit to me? Even and though logical, on the analytical, surface, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where this this right I guess right side of that I'm in control of the situation or in control of my emotions yep. um, that's how I unpack that one uh, so that's kind of why I, sh- I shared it and, and I was thinking do I Chad do you guys ever get the sense that anyone's really complaining about anything that they're um, essentially that they're complaining no um, but I've noticed a lot in chatting to people um, say about like my part-time setup or whatever. They're like, oh, I could never do that. And I'm like, well, yeah, you, you could. You're in control of your thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, and don't like resent it because there are choices that you're making um, that then make you believe and construct that story that you Absolutely. have to do things. So they're getting carried way. along by yeah, the emotional yeah. story so, and staying on that path and yeah. not yeah, questioning at all, yeah. And it's, yeah. 
it's just um, at the front of my mind a lot with a lot of those yeah. conversations. So, so, when, so you say front of your mind, is this anywhere in, in, your, in your proximity on a day-to-day basis? Um, no. So currently no, but there was a time where uh, maybe a month ago, I was just like I did with my Bruce Lee water quote. Um, I was reading this like one sentence a night and then just memorizing the next sentence on each night just as one as a way to like decompress and two just kind of put myself to sleep but I got I think I got to like what is it made up of and then um, had stopped memorising it but but that's a really good hack and it's sort of weird like if you could, you can read a few pages of Marcus Aurelius right yeah but you're better reading one sentence over oh, and over yeah, can, yeah, can, yeah, I, can I just come back to, to this piece right so in each case you need to say this is due to God or this is due to the inter- interweavings and intertwining of fate to, co- co- to coincidence or chance or this is due to a human being yeah so you want to come back difference to, in people yeah yeah there's people at different levels of but yeah and for me tying it back to the article that this was sitting in it's you can um, people construct stories around uh, say that someone cuts them off in traffic right you know they construct a story around them being an asshole really it's just Inconsequential. Yeah. You're in peak hour. Why are you expecting the impossible? This wasn't in meditations. Right? I'm telling you this now. No, no, this is in meditations. That's is how it? I came across this because every I morning I journal on, oh, on meditations a, is just on a quote. So much. And I came across this and I was like, holy in meditations. shit. Yeah. That traffic one is something I do on a daily basis because I still find yeah. myself getting angry at the person yeah. up my arse. And yeah, then I, just, yeah. I will stop, but analyze, be logical, absolutely. and go, wave Nothing I can I do that purposely these I wave them. Yeah. Everyone, wave them. I thank everyone. Because all you're doing is letting them control your emotion. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. I'm so you might as well be happy. I mean, that's a modern day version of, yeah, this is due to the interwe- interweavings and intertwinings of fate to coincidence of chance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this is due to a human being. Now, is he... Is no, he but talk- there's a back end to that as well, right? Yeah. So there's yeah. also... There's one that's some of the same race, the same no, bird. But with kindness and with justice, and in inconsequential things, it's not a very easy quote to read, but... And in inconsequential things, I'll do my best to treat them as they deserve. So, if it's things just are, right? So, this is trying to teach you, don't attach a story to everything. Things just are. Mm. That's it. No, they're not good, they're not bad, they just are. Be, be indifferent. Be like water. <laughs> but that's where you're at. You wanted to say that? Go the, Bruce, gonna, you wanted to say that? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go to the Bruce Lee quote another episode, right? That's another... <laughs> Oh, Marcus Aurelius, we could have a whole podcast series. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. I, I literally am shocked I have not seen this or noticed it. It's before. okay, I'm happy to teach you, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shocked. What what I'm, I'm pleasantly shocked. What story is he telling himself No, 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 I'm pleasantly shocked. I'm pleased because it's too, it's too, too long and no pictures in that book that I've got. Meditations is an intense book. I mean, like... It's full on. And it depends like, where you're at at the time, right? Yeah. Because you'll pick out certain things that are relevant as well when you're, as you're reading anything. Yeah, thanks. No, no. I, I like that. that. So I really like this as just as a... I think anyone who's familiar with this stuff, this is fascinating in the fact that... Fascinating. Well, it is because... Justin Bourne, fascinating. I'm fascinated in that when you actually... How old are you, Justin? Huh? How old are you? 27. 27. So a 27-year-old, to use the word fascinating, talking about Marcus Aurelius... <laughs> Can we get some context? Why context? This, 
This is abnormal. This is this is. He's got a rat tag moment going on right now. I do. I do. I really do. Is the word fascinating quite normal, or is it not in the context of talking about Marcus Aurelius from a twenty-seven-year-old? Yeah, I suppose. But he's a deep thinker, you know, and I think we all are, and we all try to be, and this is what we're trying to say. You've got to think deeper. On yeah, maybe I'm excited. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to make a point to whoever wants to listen to this sure. stuff. If this, this stuff is not age, this is not age um, biased. Yeah. It's, it's meaning biased. If, you want, if you're looking for meaning, you're going yes. to get a chance yeah. by that's, reading some of this stuff. That's a good observation. It's, it's a good point. Because I think where I was getting to one, why so I am dropping drop my book out It's the fact that this, this is a good summary of really what it is. It's like um, the first kind of paragraph is perspective. Mm-hmm. The next part is then, um, why is it showing it up for me? Why, like, yeah. What is it? Why have you noticed it? Yeah, what is it, what is it made, like not seeing it? What is it made up of? How long was it designed to last? As we know, pain is temporary and suffering is temporary for whatever it is. So how long is this designed to last? A second, an hour or whatever. And what does the qualities that do I need to bring to bear on it? Which is then a question of going, I mean, what do I learn from this? What do I need to change? What is my responsibility in this situation? Uh, and then obviously goes on to then kind of it, it's this is my takeaway of like this is a, yeah. a great find in that it's it's really a summary to some degree of those things. That's my. Well, takeaway. I'm, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna start the, the 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 last chat piece for the, for the for the show because I'm gonna nick out and get the, the other the bottle. Okay. Um, so I'll start it. I'll come back in. Is this the third question? You start. You're starting. I'm introducing Justin with the topic. That was a super smooth segue. Apparently, apparently I'm in charge today. Oh, I didn't you realize you were the right one. I forgot you were in charge. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just a human being. Well, if you wouldn't mind, Justin, what have you got the, the, the chat about? Uh, well, do you want to do the top up then? I'll, I'll go grab one. Ye citizen of the higher city, you. <laughs> the last, the last paragraph is essentially just giving you all of the broad answers, right? It's due to something, right? And and a cheeky kind of ending of like, it's probably inconsequential. Yeah. Well, that's the homework for anybody listening to this, that one person that's bought the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> Get some Marcus Aurelius and start reading because it's... The, this article um, is a real cool introduction to Stoicism, actually, because it's got some Epictetus quotes in yeah. there oh, as Epictetus. well. So um, I would, yeah, it, and it's only four pages, right? The, including that that quote. Who's, who put it together? Who's the? Um, it's a guy called Paul John, and actually, I think he put it together in 2014. One more having a like moment. Oh, what? I've heard that name twice already. I feel like I've recycled. Don't back break that. Just waiting for you. Oh, we were waiting for you. Sorry. Oh, I thought, no, 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 go for it. That was a good question, Mark. Yeah, it's a great quote. Oof. Love it. Great fire. Um, <laughs> Big fire. Hashtag fire. fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag 27 year old fascinated. 27 year old. Sorry, did I. Did I, did yeah, I I'm fascinated. Do I harm you with that statement? No. I'm just fascinated that you find that word fascinating. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so I thought um, I there's so many topics I want to talk about, right? <laughs> Are you gonna pop that? Yeah, you can keep talking. I'm not aiming at your head. I don't know. <laughs> 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 you did that before. I did try to keep that in my hand. There's a there's a light there. You're terrible at that. <laughs> all good. It's okay. Good. We just anyway. like, took out a light. Um, we're all safe. We're the fine. studio is safe. Yeah, we're all under control. Beauty. 
Um, so, look, I don't know about you, Marco, or Matt, but I s- struggle to... There's so many things I'd love to talk about um, this week. podcast coming up. Oh, there's lots of podcasts. And the, I was tossing between two. This one was a, a thing that I've been sitting for for about a week, week and a half, and if not longer, and it's come and flowed over the last oh, 12 to 18 months um, as well. And then there was another one of passion, which was brought up yesterday, which was a good discussion as well, but we'll save that one. So the thing that I wanted to bring and talk about is um, imposter syndrome or feeling like a fraud. Mm-hmm. Can you define that? Um, so I, I can <laughs> define got that. A, he's, got, he's got paper in front of him. Yeah, yeah, well I thought, human um, beings. before I define that, um, part of the reason that it comes that it came up and I wanted to talk about it was that I believe, and uh, to some degree, that this is true. We've all experienced it, and we will experience it. And what I'm curious, the question of why I want to bring it up is like, when have you experienced it? How did you overcome it? Um, uh, you know, and then how do you marry it with like, um, when you overcome it, of then balancing off certain characteristics or traits that may be perceived as um, unattractive, which are confidence, arrogance, ego, mm-hmm. and those type of things, right? Because feeling a fraud is like I'm not, or self-worth, right? So it's obviously feeling like a fraud is connected to your self-worth, self-esteem. But then if you're feeling overconfident can come across as arrogance and, and, and balancing all of these, these things. Um, and like I said, the reason I brought it up was I into a podcast and this is a great podcast called The Diary of the CEO by Steve Butler. And he gets really deep, but he, he shared a, an experience where he feels like a fraud here and there. He's been touring the UK. He's a 25-year-old entrepreneur who's had some success. Um, and he talks about being a fraud. And then he even referred to one of his good friends who's a billionaire who also feels like a fraud, um, who you wouldn't, wouldn't come across. And I felt like this as well. Recently, I was interviewed under this interview um, for a international um, kind of conference. And I thought about speaking and sharing my story, and I'm like, but who am I to share this story? Who the the hell am I, and why would anyone even listen to me, and and why should I even share this? And and these are feelings and talks that I'm sure we've all had here and there. So I quickly just Googled, because I'm really unprepared for this, but it does look like I'm really prepared, but I'm not. Um, I printed a page, and this is from Wikipedia. I just Googled imposter syndrome. Definitely not prepared. And hey, Wikipedia's legit. Yeah, they hit me up for donations too. Did you guys get hit up for donations on Wikipedia? Yeah, did I get cancelled and then printed it? Um, so, this is just the intro paragraph. I'll quickly read it out. Um, apparently, it is actually, uh, I don't know, um, a condition. Phys- phys- physiological? Physiological. I can't even say it. Too much um, champagne and I'm tired. Champagne. Anyway, imposter syndrome. Say, Be quiet, you fraud. Yes. <laughs> I can't even speak the English language. Um, The English can't speak the English language. Imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon or fraud syndrome or the imposter experience, is a concept describing individuals who are marked by an inability to internalize their accomplishments and a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. The term was coined in 1978 by a clinical psychologist, Paul, and I said it, Pauline uh, Clance and Susan A. Imes, not that matters what it does. Despite external evidence of their competence, those ex- exhibiting the syndrome remain convinced they are frauds and not to deserve they and do not deserve the success they have achieved. Proof of success is 
dismissed as luck, timing, or as a result of deceiving others into thinking they are more intelligent and competent than they believe themselves to be. Um, while earlier research focused on the prevalence among high-achieving women, imposter syndrome has been found to affect both men and women in roughly equal numbers. It's an interesting last sentence. But um, yeah, so it's just a, I guess, you know, and, and that was, I actually hadn't even read this, but the fact of like proof of success is dismissed as luck and or timing and a result of deceiving others. And I think that's critical. Right? I think, I think we all know someone who's put achieving something down to luck or timing as opposed to, here we go, even you when you went to go and visit Gary V. Yes. Yeah? You put it in luck. What did I say to you? Luck, luck doesn't exist. Yep. You created an opportunity. We did, yeah. We did create it. Mm. But you, I felt like a bit of an imposter asking the question on the, on the day. But um, Yeah, and so I guess, I don't know. The question is, like, have you ever felt like an imposter or a fraud? Um, and, you know, what are some potential ways that we could overcome that, um, you know, moving forward? Obviously, I think it's very normal. I, I, I think, yeah. like, my view on that is if, if you're not feeling like an imposter in at least some degree, then you're probably not challenging yourself. You're probably and not you've, learning you've, you've got to a point where you, you're too comfortable. I mean, I... I, well, I, you have I to feel be. The, way, the way that the world gets promoted into different roles, right? You're always getting promoted into a job you're not competent in. Yeah, that's right. So you're always going to be challenged to be an imposter until you become proficient in that space. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, like, so I think... But I, I sort of seek to feel that even though it's not comfortable. You seek to feel I like think the, This is very different, yeah. I think, this imposter, because it's more of a... Psych- psychological? Yeah, it's more of you're really questioning yourself in a really deep emotional way, saying you're not good enough, not not um, challenging yourself to learn something. I think there's a, there's a two just different... I, I think this is about more the acknowledgement piece, right? Mm. It's acknowledgement how, of... Of how and why you have created that situation or how and why you have achieved that thing. No, it's more just feeling like... A, you don't deserve to be where you are, which is a bit different. It's a slightly different feeling than sort of challenging yourself to it. Well, I think maybe that's I the think if you are challenging yourself, then you're going to be step further forward than what you're qualified or currently or your experience suggests you've done before. So you'll always feel a little bit of an imposter in a sense because you're pushing yourself beyond that. Whether you're starting a podcast or whether yeah. you're starting a, a company or whether you're walking on a basketball court but for the first time. I think time, these, these are got... ways of, of challenging that and getting through that. But I think this is an emotional thing that you I begin think, at. Yeah, because like, the, so in that aspect, like if I take from my experience where... So just, just clarify this. So I just read further on that. Thing. Sure. It's not a mental disorder. No, so, sorry. Yeah. It's, not a me- it's not classified as a mental disorder or, or a, even though it's been studied quite a lot, yeah. which is I only found out five minutes before this which is interesting <laughs> um, it's not a mental disorder but like I have the for example my business I had achieved things and people look, like, oh you must be so proud and I'm like oh I guess so and like I don't feel like I had really achieved anything or whatever and then um, and I still kind of don't but I still have the belief that if everything failed and moving forward like challenging myself I still have the belief I don't feel like a fraud in yeah in pushing but I feel like a fraud in that people are like, oh, you're so successful. And I'm like, no. Like, because until you've got your eyes in front, because you've stepped beyond your, so, your, your status quo. Yes. And so you're looking up there. So you're like, no, I haven't achieved this. I'm out there in front. Hence why I don't sure. feel like I've 
accepted and achieved. Talk about. You know, like that's where I feel like a fraud Sorry, is more yeah. than that experience in okay. that moment, as opposed to. Uh, and, 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 you know, I'll bring it back to the fact from from the piece that you read that I read. Mm. It's 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 a lack of acknowledgement of the work that you've done as playing a part in the achievement you have. I think a huge part of it is looking at other people that are maybe in your industry or people you see more that you deem as more successful that's a big part of it so that's looking at somebody going they're more successful they're better looking they're obviously richer they've got a better car then at least on instagram yeah exactly (laughs) yeah rolex and stuff but then that bounces back on you and hits you in the heart like oh i'm questioning myself i'm not as good as that person i think that's where I think imposter syndrome comes from because you're comparing yourself to somebody else which you should never do obviously mm-hmm. I think I'm quite similar to you Justin in that I was thinking oh maybe this is something that applies to me um, until it got to the point of uh, I, don't know, I don't know why I reacted so strongly against it as being exposed as a fraud um, I don't think that's what it is though yeah, so yeah worried so about it's feeling that you don't deserve well okay so very, very recent example, I had my end of year performance review, the two conversations you have a year in the corporate world. It's a performance review, right? So you just made me waste a taste of champagne. Um, champagne. Champagne. And and on it so during it I was going through the same thought that I generally have is that like genuinely questioning why these people have such a belief in the the perceived capacity that they have for me right so that's where i was linking to that and and even i bring it back to the you know the 7 a.m brekkie club sometimes i feel genuinely that you guys overplay what i've done like what i'm doing and where my head's at yeah, you, you, you are an imposter, man. You yeah, said the argo, Exactly. I'm Jesus Christ. Whatever you want to be, right? <laughs> but, so that, I'm, I'm with you to that point. Um, so, but the fraud thing, I don't know, because then... Because the, the, the other reason I brought it up as well was actually part of the conversation we had, which is the opportunity you have at the moment. You're like, who am I to apply that? Yeah. You feel like a fraud, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This now is, this is good. This is, <laughs> this is real. This is why I brought it up, because... Like the conversation. We're at forty six minutes and we get yeah. real. The, inter- the interview that I had, I felt like a fraud, and like why again? I felt like this was why I wanted to bring it up because, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel, I feel like from an outsider, the reason that you don't take that opportunity is you feel like a fraud of like who am I to have that opportunity or go for it? Mm. Right? And it happens a lot in the creative industries, yeah. Yeah. The creative industries are very because yeah. you're putting you're putting stuff out there, something creative that you've done. Mm. And we all that's here. Really, we all turn around and said we all had the belief in you, but prior to that, you didn't have. You felt like a fraud in applying for that. Is that well, true? Well, I would or no? still feel like a fraud applying for it because I don't. <laughs> have, I don't. I don't have the technical. I would be fucking winging it, right? Yeah. So, like, I believe in my winging it, but it's kind of like I want to give myself the um, experience. Like, I want to hedge my bets and be like, guys, sure. you realize you're taking a really big bet on yeah. it. Yeah. So how how would we? How do you how do you overcome that? And how do I you think you might big bets, mate? Yeah. Well, uh, well it was just... the one about one believing that that's what you're gonna become. So yeah. just act in that way. You think therefore yeah. you are style Ooh. kind of thought the kind of one. subtle art of not giving a fuck so yeah that's another one have you got to yeah. lose but no that's the other <laughs> thing right then that's another thing and then also just having you guys around me be like um putting those thoughts back into my head right and that jess walks into your life 
Yeah. And the opportunity to she might wow. just need to be <laughs> <laughs> some point. I didn't put a surname. I didn't put a surname in. Some static. I didn't put a surname in. There's no surname. Yeah. Okay. The J person. And gives the opportunity. I think that is just crazy. That's yeah. the part I'm stuck on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Back to the upper. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the other <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, does anyone else want to share moments of, you know, and, and can they can it be overcome? Can it be just one of those things where you learn to... to well, what, how about this as an example? We're, we're, on, we're doing a podcast. This, this is nothing like this. Yeah, yeah. true. How, how long has everyone wanted to do something like this for? Yeah, and I do feel like an imposter right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what, what gives us the right to pontificate about any of this crap? Because, like, what do we know? Nothing, Who, really. Who's pontificating? Well, I just fucking... I picked a word that sounds fancy. <laughs> you just pontificated over the desk. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the time we got there? 48 minutes. God, let's wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, so we're a bit over 48 as well. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Any, any final words? Well... Is there something to be played around humility with the imposter syndrome? Well, right? that, I mean, that's why I want to have that conversation as well, because, and Connor and I, we talked about this yesterday as well, is like that element of like being confident in what you do, acknowledging your uh, successes and going, yeah, that was a success, but how do you balance that with, you know, humility um, and those other uh, things, like as I said, that society and it's I guess an element of not giving a fuck right of what others think about but you know like Matt you've started to become more uh sharing your thoughts through social media and stuff like that that I'm sure and still now there's elements of like who the fuck am I to do that Mm -hmm. and so you know and is that just the confidence of going fuck it self-belief and self-esteem and and really at the end of the day uh is it simply like the the quote that we just discussed cleaner closer cooler Coming back that's internally. A, that's a new point. Your responsibility. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, don't go there, man. It's a lot of hour. I think the way maybe to close it, that bit out is yeah. that as long as you're coming back to a real why that you believe in, then you go about it in the best way that you believe. Yeah? Because so, that's the only way you'll keep doing it. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get like it. Yeah. So okay. Do you have to point it back to a core purpose? Yeah. Purpose, why? And try and keep the ego out of it as well. Because you talked at the beginning about, you know, people that try and put on a show. To I think that's, people are really suffering from that sort of imposter syndrome, have this big show as well. It's like this really extreme. People are like, this is your Rolexes, your Ferraris, your money, that sort of stuff. Mm. These people are hiding a really deep imposter syndrome. All right, lads. Another great chat. Thank you for your time. Catch you next week. See you next week. Can't find it. Ha <laughs> <laughs>